Gentlemen, start your engine! Good afternoon, radio. For those who don't know, Radio Hotler. Thanks for coming and making time. It's on everybody's mind. For those who don't know, there's a big shebang. Sorry about that. Sorry about the little, uh, um, um, technical goodies. Radio Hotler. Oh, cheers, boys. Cheers. Cheers. and welcome to Radio Hot Lap episode 149 and it's not often that I would say good evening to you but it is on the eve of the Clipsal 500 and here we are at the world headquarters in a secret location just past the end of Brabham Strait where if you screw up you might end up with a teppanyaki barbecue in your face with several people here to enjoy what the show. What happens the main chat that we usually have as preamble? Well, I'm preambling well, in a minute. preambling now. I'm oh, going to say it? Well, I'll I'll get on to that. Oh, we're on. And say that, yeah. that Radio Hot yeah, Lab no, is I'm that... Sorry, I'm suffering from jet lag after my trip <laughs> yeah, to Melbourne. As you would I, you be know, from, the time zone's really from, phasing. From Melbourne Radio Hot Lab headquarters. Sadie podcast that takes a light-hearted look at barbecues, technology, anything else, and my racing is slightly incidental. Whatever we think up. And Stinky cheese. Shut up, Like, you know, like poke your finger in the cheese. Look, uh, folks, we'll get to you later uh, as a low-end part of the show. But anyway, uh, we'd like to welcome tonight uh, from Vodafone. Special death guest. I'm, I'm three Telecom Optus Australia. <laughs> <laughs> Granville from Sydney. The show. Sydney. Mm. The show. Granville. Ah, um, open all hours. That's right. Have you been since you've been wearing that old jumper? You've, you've, you've grown up. We haven't seen you for years. <laughs> um, How is Uncle Arthur? <laughs> He's fiddling about. Wasn't I Uncle think. Arthur? <laughs> is he undercover? Has David, he, can only welcome go by to the his show. Code name of David. David Let's move on David to. JP, welcome to the show. How, <laughs> How are, are you, mate? Oh, Good to well, see you. I'd like to thank you for bringing oh, over yeah, the um, no uh, the bring over the, the lovely special shirts that I oh, add. Hello. We'll we'll hello. go into the shirts a little bit more later on because there's and, a, big, uh, a bit of a coup around free the shirts. shirts. Free shirts. And, and of course, uh, the stick. The stick's here. The stick. <laughs> the stick's here. Wow. <laughs> and what did the stick drive over in? The Foguar has arrived in a stolen. That's right. Another stolen. Upstate. Drove it like I stole it. Yeah. Yeah, but you did bust the nil courthouse. See, isn't it funny how he can get an E2 senator to come over here for the Clipsal 500, (laughs) but when we go to the Bathurst 12 hour, we get a Honda Odyssey. Horses for courses. Mate, I tell you, it was a lovely car. And I couldn't knock it. It was performed excellently. And they they do have a V6, by the way. It's not the stick, is it? It's definitely confirmed. It's the Fogues. It Hello, folks. Welcome, yeah. Granville. Welcome, folks. JP Viewers. and um, hey, yeah. and where what? are we at the end of Brabham Strait? Is that the right? World yeah. headquarters. headquarters? First off, David, what are you having to drink tonight? I'm having an excellent Penfolds Shiraz. I think everyone's just enjoying a drop of that too. Mm-hmm. We are indeed. Would you Except like to me, give us course. a little bit of a lowdown about what? Uh, let the viewers know exactly what they're on uh, enjoying or not well, enjoying. We're on. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it, it, it was a classic bottle picked up in Swan Hill. You know, of, of uh, the Diane of. Um, Bottle shops. And it is often get treasures out in the country. It it is high end for Swan Hill. It's 2007, so we are. It is a vintage drop. Mm, 
and Thomas uh, Highland, no less. Mm. Tell the viewers the the very interesting road sign that you saw that you liked most about about Swan Hill. <laughs> the road sign. Yeah. Uh, thank you for visiting. Oh, that one. <laughs> which, meant, which meant you were leaving. Mm. Yeah, I copped that one about eight a.m. this morning and um, left it behind very quickly. Wow, the road no. sign that is. So you drove from Sydney. Yeah. Not not a reveal. From Swan Hill. He's Swan Hill. He went. No, no, I've come a curious way. I've come a curious way. Yeah, that's right. He's actually from New Zealand. In a Toyota Sprinter. No less. Ah, the Sprinter. I remember the Sprinter from Bathurst. Very hard suspension. Yeah. Winging his way down the Duke's Mallee Highway. So he must be very. You should have heard me swearing at the road between Oyen and Talon Bend. Oh, where it gets all that bumpy bit. Oh my God, it's like a roller coaster on the bum. Oh, it wow. was really, really, you know. Uh, 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 yeah. uh, uh, we realised they were just cigarette papers on the road that yeah. you're going across. <laughs> so wow. it's got harsh ride, huh? Um, once I got on the freeway, it was excellent. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. How was your cruise over, folks? In the new Senator uh, v version two, I suppose. E two, serene. Easy as. I mean, 100 Quiet. or 110 once you get over the border. It was just loafing along. and loafing. I could have actually got here in one tank of um, petrol had I chosen to. How do you how do you pick the differences between your current senator and, and this one? Which I believe is uh, a an ex-executive car from Holden. But it's obviously spec to the max. So, you know, they that would have been a lovely ride. Mine's just a standard senator, it's not spec to the max, it comes pretty well equipped. Are you trying to say that Holden executives don't spec their cars to the max? It's an ex, yeah, it's an ex -exec, HSV executive car, yeah. Um, but they don't, no. Well, I mean, just well, they're already full of, of fruit, that, is that what you're trying to say? Yeah, it comes pretty they're well. They're already full of fruit. Out. But the, the difference sweaty between <laughs> the E1 and E2 is not huge. The, the new Once. one's got the more aggressive Once. front and rear styling, which which you like, don't you? Uh, no, yeah, oh. no, it's an acquired taste, yes. to put it politely. I, I like snouty. the more, yeah, I like <laughs> the more subtle snouty. styling yeah. of the original version. But the market says they want an HSV, you know, that looks loud, that looks mm. aggressive. Yeah, um, it sounds a bit better. It's got the um, bimodal exhaust. Thank you. And it's got 317 kilowatts, so another Much 10 like kilowatts. Much like we drive the drove yeah. uh, to Bathurst. The Tura. But well, we agreed at that time that. The, 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 the wagon that uh, Holden HSV had lent us, which, which was a lovely car, um, the colour did did, the, did it justice. Um, and it sort of uh, you know, camouflaged the snoutiness of it all, let's say. As what you say, the, the little over, overly unnecessary, aggressive front mm. on it. Um, the colour of the car you drove today was... Uh, Silver. Uh, so a little so bit more pronounced, blended perhaps. Blended in. Well, and it's got the running lights, you know, Audi-style running lights oh, across yep. the front oh. that stand out like DBs. Trademark. The market wants an aggressive DBs. HSV, you know, I'm one of the more unusual ones. What was that, JP? <laughs> no. DB running lights. Yes. Absolutely. Mm. Every it's car bit, should have them. It's a bit blink, blink It sounds up, like so. the Fogs wants to go incognito. Yeah, he, he, well, he wants to fly. He likes a subtle menace. Yeah. I like subtle, subtle menace. menace. Yes. He's not mm. the folks. Mm. No? He's 
that folk. Wow. That's right. <laughs> renamed him. Only here. Yes. I even get a yeah, sign on the gate. You and he's, exactly. he's got culinary skills. I mean, mm. he's just not about, like, talking at the track about horsepower and horse whips. <laughs> this is about horseradish and... And horse d'oeuvres. Very good. <laughs> <laughs> I was so looking for that fortnight and life's out. Anyway, on to business. And, uh, yeah, thanks for asking me. I'm having one of those reds, too. Yes, uh, and I'm having you know, a Cascade Light viewers because I'm doing the responsible thing. Because there is an event to, to talk McLaren about. Vale there is an usual. event to talk about, but the an event is not as important as uh, a misfortune that has come recently. One of the greatest uh, uh, Formula One and racing car stars of the world uh, got a little bit of a letter here from him, uh, uh, Sir Sterling Moss, having the misfortune to have a mis uh, failure in his um, London residence. A mis failure. A mis failure. Yeah, that's right. A lift failure. He what? fell down the lift shaft. <laughs> 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 How did he manage to do that? So funny. You've, got this, you've got this mental picture, haven't you? I, I can he, tell you've got this picture. He could have been thirsty, <laughs> but we're not saying anything about it. There could have could been also a be misfire. He could have been a bit of thirst involved. But I'm anyway, um, and, and it might have only been from level one, not level three. Well, but it was from level he hurt himself. Well, three floors. He was very he lucky, did. actually. Yeah, broke, broke his ankles, anyway, look, did his feet. Oh, you know what, viewers, I have not in, instigated this riotous change in, in, in nature about uh, the the loveliness we need to give to... Uh, he built down the stairs. What's up with It's like something out of faulty towers. You can't be doing this. Well, the letter's a bit like... It'll be suing the lift manufacturer. You know why? He has this... Apartment in Mayfair in the centre of London. It has been and it's shown very, on TV. Very narrow, and that's why he has this lift so he and mm. Susie can, can get up and down. Mm. Couldn't and live in Park years. Lane. Mm. Too expensive, Park Lane. They hated old Kent Road. So, as in Faulty Towers, there was the cart door. So, okay. in what was it, Park Lane? There's the lift Mayfair, door? Yeah, the lift door. Mm. With no lift. Yeah. You know. Oops. Ah. Right. <laughs> Susie, I'm feeling a bit liftless this morning. Mm. Well, apparently there's a bit of a screw up. And th the firstly, I, I'd like you, to point out. But you have a letter from Sister. I do. I, well, it was it was posted, uh, sent to uh, our good friends at uh, Daily Sports Car. And what bothers me first of all is he's yelling. He's in pain, yeah, everything's in and caps. everything's in capitals. Ah. <laughs> it's not bolded capitals, but it is. And, and he'll, I'll go on initially. Uh, I'll start off the first paragraph. Uh, dear all of you, the last few days have been quite fantastic and I'd like to thank each of every one of you for your thoughts and messages and other paraphernalia. I think what that means is the pethidine's been really good because he's been sort of lying on his back having a bit of relax. But jokes aside, yeah, apparently he's, uh, he's fallen down the, the stairs um, where there were none. Um, <laughs> No stairs. <laughs> anyway, says. How do you do that, honestly? Uh, well, okay. Well, he uh, he explains here. On Saturday good. evening, I was at home with Susie Elliott and Helen, and about time to leave for a curry. Yeah, he was off for a curry. <laughs> yeah, the international dish. I, mm. Yeah, for which we were running late. We were doing mm. running afterwards. I asked Helen to join me in the lift to go downstairs. Because Susie and Elliot were smart enough to not ride in the lift, 
I opened the door and stepped into the lift with Helen ready to follow me, which she Helen never ready? did. Is he with Helen ready? <laughs> to follow him. Ah. Oh, Helen. That I is because the is lift it? had I stopped am... on the floor above and incorrectly allowed the door open to ben- beneath it to open. Look, I, I believe this is 100% okay. sterling so writing. This sort of stuff. Because it hasn't been collected by anyone. And, and no, no uh, I, I, I get that, but... I was talking to someone about this last night. I could never imagine just subconsciously, whenever I get into a lift, I make sure there's a floor there. There's a lift there. I, yeah. I do too. You know, true. Just a, it's a weird thing, but, but I'm not yeah, going to walk into been, a void. If he's been walking into do that you lift think every Gordon day for the last... Gordon had been in the building. God knows how long. The Queen's mother's friend, Gordon. <laughs> Where did the uh, Queen oh, mother come into this? Well, so? I was thinking Gordon Brown. Right. Oh, yes. Yes. Possibly. Well, I, I, I was thinking. Uh, I'm, I'm thinking. Clary. Claro. Oh, yeah. Claro. Red Claro. Claro. Red Claro. Anyway. No, the Red Beret. I'm Claro-ay. sorry. I, I do. It does strike me as funny. I can't deny that. But it is. You know, he's. But he's we can't be seen to be awful about it because he's a motorsport, and, and luckily he didn't hurt himself badly, and he's on the mend. And he would probably, only expect us two, to have a little bit of a laugh at his I expense. Think I think he's that kind of a probably need chap. Two, two canes yes. now. He, he's chappy. So he said, look, as some of you may uh, know, Susie and I have booked on a seaborne cruise for our 30th anniversary next month. I have to cross the hurdle of getting dockers and family managers, hangers on to allow me to thin my blood in order to avoid the issues involving deep vein thrombosis. It will be what, six to eight weeks from Sunday before I am able to put any load on my feet. Therefore, I'm facing my sixth or seventh reduction to a wheelchair suite. Says she stopped counting. Uh, so, so Susie says she stopped counting, which I must admit is rather boring. The good news is that I didn't sell the wheelchair after the last shunt. Uh, good on you. So, what, the one at Goodwood in 1962? Well, folks, you know more about that. Anyway, uh, uh, Sterling, no, uh, we, if, you're, if you're listening, we, we wish you well. He and would be listening. I'm almost certain he mm. would be listening. Have you, have you teed He's him got up? plenty of time. He have has, you teed him up true. on this? I mean, have you, have you made an ass of yourself and unendeared yourself? Unendeared? Official, oh, secret, official secret act. Oh. Mum's the word. A what? Hey, what lads? Jolly hockey sticks. Tally ho. Tally ho. Crackers. Move on. So. Chin, yeah. chin. Well, it sounds like you got a right old Rogering, so it wasn't good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not good. Anyway, uh, moving on. Look, a uh, couple of things I want to bring up and uh, definitely up for discussion here. Uh, Bahrain Formula One looming this weekend. Yes. Much excitement. Folks, you've been over in the area there. You have a much more of a finger on the pulse. What's your thoughts, mate? Uh, by all, by reading what's coming up, it's going to be a very exciting Formula One season. Lots of team changes, driver changes, not the least of which is Michael Schumacher's comeback. And I mean, Schumacher coming back is driving um, a revival of sales of Australian Grand Prix tickets, if nothing else. Um, I'm not sure we're going to have a record crowd or anything like it at Albert Park in a couple of weeks, but ticket sales have recovered from last year's um, collapse. Wow. Yeah. Um, Fernando Alonso at Ferrari, finally we've got the best current generation driver in 
one of the best teams. Lewis Hamilton and Jensen Button at McLaren. You know, will it be yeah. just there's a, you know, a two-prong assault that just leaves everyone in their wake, or will 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 we see a Senna versus Prost exactly. or a Hamilton versus Alonso-style friction? I kind of doubt it, but we can only hope, can't we? It'd be nice <laughs> if they had a big falling out and it was all on. Interesting to see that the Australian Grand Prix uh, website, a- Grand Prix.com.au, shows uh, uh, a, a nice background image of almost a bit of a face-off there of a slightly unshaven Mark Webber against the very pristinely chiselled well I would have sort of, uh, sort of uh, you know, powdered powdered uh, Michael Schumacher on the right hand side but I like the fact that, that they have decided to, to pair them up of course you would do that in, 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 in this nation and I think that, that that is actually a pretty good challenge because that is going to be show on yep Mark Weber's a big chance I mean He's going to be in a very competitive car. He's proved he can win races to last year. He was quick in testing. Um, he hasn't. Sebastian Vettel, his Red Bull racing teammate, is touted as the next big thing. But um, Weber wasn't dominated by him at all last year. He he kept Vettel honest all the way. And I think Weber's probably at his. He would be would be at his peak now, and he's finally got a competitive car that should be reliable that's something he hasn't had you know throughout his formula one career so i'm expecting big things from mark Webber this year i think it'll be very exciting but it goes down through the whole grid we chatted about this last week about the excitement coming up um you know i still think the new teams are a dead loss yep won't change my views on that um renault and sauber could be not dark horses but I think they'll be lurking there. They'll be in the mix. Yeah, they'll be in the mix. Looking like it's going to. Yeah, they've tailed off in recent testing. Haven't been quite as impressive, but you know, I I think there's good potential for um, um, a lot of different winners uh, in races and a lot of different teams fighting out the championship. I mean, conceivably, it could be and should be Ferrari versus McLaren versus Red Red Bull Bull versus Mercedes. Mercedes probably not quite on the pace yet, but they're not far away. And, and it's a solid operation. Driving them to get on the yeah. race. He's Michael's going to find it a very different Formula One to the one he left three years ago. He 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 will have the capacity to win races. He probably will win a couple of races. He'll he should be competitive, but he's not going to dominate. Who was the commentator that went off and formed his own team or part? Uh, Peter, Peter Windsor. Yeah, yeah, Peter Windsor. Yeah, well, yeah, that's dead in the water. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. rigor mortis. Oh, oh, okay. Actually, up uh, on that note, I was going to say. Um, you sort of preempted the next question. It's like, look, it's a week later uh, since we talked about like what happened with the USF one and the rebranding and renaming and the swapping around of ownership of some of the the incoming teams. Uh, it's been very quiet in the last week. Um, well, like, uh, certainly from a publicity USF point of view. One. You're, you're uh, generally it's dead. generally it's speaking. Dead. Generally speaking, folks, uh, under the wraps. What what are you hearing? Well, nothing. It's dead. USF1 is dead. Unlikely to be ever seen again. 
I mean, I, I can't see the FIA giving them a second chance. I mean, they've caused huge embarrassment to Formula One. What, the what whole thing was obviously dodgy. But let's, what let, infrastructure? Let's talk about... There okay. was no infrastructure. But, but, but Auto Action, the magazine of which you are an editor at large, ran a multi-page document only within the last month with imagery showing <laughs> huge facilities and technology centres that looked like world-class... Uh, an operation. What does that? Uh, what what happens there? What what what? Well, what think, wah, 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 what's yeah, going on, Mikhail? Yeah. Well, I think that flattered to deceive. Um, clearly, the the operation's not as I'm good. Is not as big. We're passing around the wine. That's why I'm saying I'm good. Um, was nowhere near as big as it purported to be. Um, and even if they had made a chassis and and having bits made in, in the local area, it was a you know a bit cottage industry. Bits were being brought in and. Um, no, I haven't seen the operation, so I am, you know, running on a gut feeling here that it just wasn't what it was billed as, and clearly it wasn't because the thing just ground to a halt. Mm. The money was not there, and I can't believe that the, the actual full facilities were there. They were based in North Carolina, near Charlotte, you know, in the heart of NASCAR North country, Carolina, yeah. and yes, they would have had access to whole lots of suppliers for bits and pieces but you know whether it was of the standard and the scale of what you need for Formula One is highly debatable but I mean it's a moot point they've missed they've missed they've missed it and they're unlikely ever to get let back in again I, I just cannot conceive that they'll just be allowed to wait until next year and go on with it I mean okay so where does that leave uh, like a guy that I think Australia quite likes a lot from a media point of view that says Done a lot of like communication, you know, through the the the, 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 the media networks. Uh, Peter Windsor, um, working there with, um, with with Cam McConville. How does it leave a guy like that? I mean, because is he tarred is he tarred with a black brush there? Because I like the guy. I, I think he he's a good presenter. Is, he, is this so. a guy that's just gone? He's had you know, delusions of grandeur and got caught up yeah. with the wrong people. Well, he's been a dreamer, I mean, and I'm not saying it's in a negative sense. Peter has always no. been a dreamer. He, his whole life, he's wanted to be a Formula One team owner, team boss. That's what's driven him all through his journalistic career. He's had various sidetracks off into working for teams like Williams and Ferrari at various levels. Um, but he doesn't have a job. James Allen, the former um, ITV Formula One commentator in Britain, has taken over his, um, you know reporting work for the for the Ken Network, which right. will be um, you know, again anchored by Greg Rust with Craig Baird now coming in to replace uh, Cameron okay. McConville. Go figure. Um, James Allen will be doing the you know the the pre race reports and all that. Yeah. So you know, so Peter hasn't got a job in the T V sense. Um, I don't know, he may be Speed T V may bring him back on board in the United States. F1 Racing Magazine, you know, may re-sign him to write, but I, I don't know at the moment because these people have made other arrangements because, uh, you know, Peter... They assumed he was going to be out. biased. And I will miss Peter Windsor much more as a writer than as a broadcaster because I think as a, as a, as a, as a broadcaster, he, was a he makes a great yeah. writer. He's, <clears> he's insightful features and analysis. And I don't know the guy, but, but I just F1 get a feeling he, he's an OK guy. I just get that feeling. With having never met the guy, but I just feel he that he's okay. He had credibility from, from 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 a reader's point of view, and from you know watching his comments on Channel Ten, I always preferred to hear what he was yeah. saying, as opposed well, to. Well, I know the guy, and I've known him yeah. for years. I can't be quite so effusive, but 
Yeah. I can understand why you have that opinion, yes. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I mean, yeah, just from a, a, a normal F1 watcher and, and whatever, I always found his comments interesting. And, and you know, he was at the track and, um, you know, made his... He had a point of view and that was fine. And um, it just gave a different lilt on, mm. on what was happening. And um, so he had some credibility, <coughs> I felt with um, you know viewing audience and also I read F1 so I enjoyed reading his columns no he's a lovely writer yeah. a bit too much of a of a fan for my liking I mean Peter's always been more of a fan than he has been a journalist and he well, has some very weird ideas about he analyses driving styles and yeah he did love know, to do that he had yeah. this weird theory called the friction circle which to be very blunt about it most drivers just laughed about it you know, but but Peter liked to think that he was a, you know, he was on the inside. But mm. well, on that on that basis, look, uh, I know that, uh, that JP and I agree on this, and we've had a bit of talk about it. That you know, we, we like the the communications that Peter Windsor brought to uh, the media community in Australia. And I don't know what he did overseas, and, and it's unfortunate, perhaps, that the way that the, the cards have played out. So. Uh, for us here at, at Radio Hot Lap, and I'm, I'm sure folks at uh, you and Granville, yeah, Granville, uh, will, yeah. uh, will agree that uh, we we wish him all the best and and hope that you know like a, a, a moment a, a, a hiccup in the moment back. of life yeah. does not tarnish He'll one, and we can all move on. And so um, all the best, and uh, but, yeah. uh, the the world of motor racing would be uh, poorer without uh, his uh, lucid commentary. Well, many years ago, he survived being abducted as he was leaving the Williams factory and dragged into the back of a big white van and being worked over by men with baseball bats who didn't have balls to hit. Oh. So he came yeah, back that. From was that. actually one of the Cosworth Test Bedford vans. They, they had the Cosworth DFV in the back and, and, and they were really showing him exactly how that worked. It was actually a warning for him to stop agitating with a legal action for his what he claimed was his share of the Brabham team because back in about 19, I think it was 89 he launched a takeover bit. well not he wanted to buy the Brabham Formula 1 team that Bernie was offloading yep. um, and he was in partnership with Greg Norman his Aussie golf star mm -hmm. and Nigel Mansell they yeah. were going to buy right. Brabham and Peter always felt that he'd had a a deal with Bernie mm -hmm. um, subsequently it all changed and then you might remember Brabham went through this well, death throes and, and Joachim Luti, this mysterious Swiss financier, took hold of the team and he was subsequently jailed. Um, so anyway, but Peter Windsor was, um, you know, agitating for basically, you know, his share of what he thought was a deal he already had. And um, it's well known in Formula One circles that he, um, he got a bit of a for working over to, to warn him off and um, he did although go. he got a payout do you he think get a do you think well, uh, that we should be starting to worry here at radio hot lap about what we say or should we just continue out they won't find us we're, <laughs> in, a we're in the secret location we're, we're all right ah. 
Yeah. So secret yeah. that we meet, need to move on. But whilst we're on... There's something happening here this weekend too, by the way, I gather. Mm. Yeah, yeah, there yeah, is, there but is. we'll get on we'll to get that to a little that. later. But what we, we do need to talk it's about is... It's a big weekend, actually. We've not only got the start of the Formula 1 season. Yeah, yeah but... We, but IndyCar but, series it, is firing up. Mate, I've got to talk about bad people first. Who? If Ooh, you don't bad mind. Bad people. My favourite. Carl Hang Edwards. On, there's no one like that in Australia. And Brad Kozlowski at the Atlanta race. Uh, now, Carl Edwards has um, been put on probation for uh, for three months. I mean, but what does that mean? He, he said openly that I was given a payback to Brad mm. Kozlowski for one event and he's turned him upside down and basically, well, like he didn't turn him, he gave him a tap. The side effect well, he launched Keselowski last year and went on to win, the, the, like, on the, on no, the run the, the reverse, finish line. The reverse job. No, Keselowski launched him. And now oh, yes, Carl Edwards has now launched Keselowski. Keselowski has won his I gave him a tap, but the net result mm. was he was backwards up into the crowd, like, on the yeah. catch fencing, and then, like, someone could have got killed. So, I mean, you know... Three months, three race probation, three months probation. What does that mean? Look, I think Isn't it great? it's great for media. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love and it. That's what I was hoping you'd say. I love it. Oh. Right time. Yeah. If, you know, if you don't like porn, turn the fucking TV off. Well, yeah. You old If mold. you're lucky enough to no, get Edwards, it on your TV. Even without his own admission, he clearly turned around Keselowski coming off the turn and it all went wrong. But you know what the big problem is? That car launched itself, and it's not the first one, because they've got these stupid wings stuck out the back. Now, because it turns around... Because it's around. a car tomorrow issue. Yeah. And anyway... Well, but and, it's and a car today, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, and they're getting rid of the wings now <laughs> and putting the spoilers they back on. The but, yeah. but the wings, you know, when the car goes backwards, they suddenly just... The thing takes off. Because they've got those mm. flaps on the roof that are supposed to stop them from, you know, getting Lifting. airborne. Yeah. But, and they were open and working. But with this big you know, whopping wing at the back, acting as a, as a, a wing rather mm. than downforce, the thing just took off. And, and yeah, my only worry about the whole thing is that one day one of those cars is going to go flying through the air higher than, than, the those, than the catch fencing, which is pretty high. And if it goes into the crowd, I mean... What's that? Well, no. well that's the end. Weber, of, Weber tried that once, racing. Is it? Or is it just the end of turn X? No, no. In, I... I would have grave fears that if a, car, a NASCAR car ploughs through a crowd at a race, I think that would be the end of NASCAR racing. The, the political yeah. sensibilities of, of the time wouldn't allow it. I, I don't agree with you on that. I, I, I do know what you're exactly saying, folks. I mean, it's all, unlike, everyone it, it would go, we, we can't happen. do that. But this huge, oh, massive engine, how many people and how many companies would are uh, involved with the whole thing it's it's just so widespread you just can't shut down nascar overnight you just go no we don't do nascar there are so many commitments here there and everywhere certainly and nearly happened in 1955 john read the yeah. back Miles, yeah. read the back of the ticket oh yeah mm. but that, but that has no dangerous. but you know that has no legal weight whatsoever anywhere mm. yeah mate whatsoever they can't fucking sue me for, for the, where I park for the Chinese restaurant tonight. But nice. they can't get you for where you're sitting. They go, sorry, that that, that ticket on the anyway, doesn't mean anything. It is unlikely to happen. The catch fencing they use at American is, is, Ovals is, is world is, standard is, or yeah, above. It's pretty amazing. In fact, it's almost NASA standard for catch fencing. But you, but you saw how you know both 
Keselowski's um, Keselowski uh, Edwards crashed last year and this one you saw how high the car got I mean it was rolling over the top of that catch, catch fence once thing. the air gets under one of those mm. cars yeah, 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 and we've seen in right. IndyCar racing yeah. too remember mm. you know Ryan Briscoe's Yes. Accident. That thing was crawling along the catch fencing, and and those those little roof Kenny li- rooflets rooflets yeah the they are of no use. Well, they were except before the wing was introduced. They used to work quite well. Incoming Angus burgers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hence your anyway. fetish with Angus burgers. That Angry anyway. on this side, but all's well. It's Grand great publicity. On the right. it's, all's well. It's great publicity for NASCAR and. One of the one of the great appeals of NASCAR is that drivers actually have a go at each other. It's good. It is severe trouble in Mexico. Can you believe it? Bandits have caused the World Touring Car Championship to be abandoned. They can't guarantee the safety of the drivers down there. I mean, what's the world coming it's to? It's a pity they didn't kidnap Sebastian Loeb so the World Rally Championship could become interesting. <laughs> Well, he was down there, wasn't he? And hey, look, after the Swedish rally, we thought that you know Mikko Herbenen might be mounting a credible challenge to to Loeb for the World Rally Championship. Yeah. We get to Mexico, yeah. Loeb's off into the distance. Well, despite it's always been Solberg. daylight. It's always he Loeb and oh, daylight. Just, you know, like you'd weep, wouldn't you? But you're right. I I, I was slightly bemused to read Mystified. this. Bemused that this World Touring Car Championship event at Curubata, isn't it? Uh, something has been cancelled because of bandits. There you go. Mexican but there's bandits. been. What were they going to do? Don't know. Well, why don't we just send Clint Eastwood in in the Torino? Reunite, <laughs> senorita. Stand and deliver, senor. Listen, why don't, you, down there. why don't you give us the update? Andale, andale, hija, hija. Okay. But there's now, a history of World folks, Car Championships failing over the years. Over the last 30 years, they've tried and tried and tried to have World Touring Car Championship, and it's got off the ground and then collapsed. So, your voice is going up and then it's coming down. I don't know where we're going with <laughs> this sort of yeah, stuff. It's never been stopped look, by bandits, uh, I can assure no, no, that's that. true. Let, let the uh, invitationals uh, chat uh, amongst themselves and amongst in a smoky <laughs> environment. We have a little chat because, JP. Uh, there's a bit of an event coming up this weekend. Is there really? Clipsal 500. You mean the Clipsal? No, and, and I am glad that you have mentioned that because... I actually think that somebody's interested listening, in what they're saying. Yeah. And they're actually listening. Yeah. Hey, we're, the over, we're over here. We're over here. Exactly. We'd well, like to know. Yeah. Perhaps, maybe you, you Luddites, uh, have no information <laughs> to, 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 to provide... To enlighten us on this subject, but everyone goes, "Are you going to the, the Clipsal?" And it's annoying me. I know. <laughs> We've I had this discussion well, before. Yes. The but it was that's why we always have to can, call it. Come on, come on, and the annoyance that. happened today that's good. too. But that's good yeah. for the event. It's good for Clipsal. The Clipsal. Yeah. Yep. Do we not need not to make the some race? It's branding. Not the Clipsal it's 500. Brand. It's just good branding. The yeah, it's a good branding. It is. Get over it, Johnny. It's All right. Well, we'll get back to it's the, like the indie. I actually noticed in the uh, official program for the event, the F1s, the, the Clipsal company, have actually now acknowledged the fact that they've got overseas owners, and they've actually got a division of or owned by or I whoever. I thought it was a great South Australian or, uh, company. It was <laughs> up it was, until about yeah. four years ago. Oh. And then uh, they Rob Gerard sold it all off to. Sure. Um, 
Gerard, Gerard Industries, it used to be, owned Clipsal. Mm. Well, yeah, I'm often amazed where I see Clipsal PowerPoint Schneider, around the world. Schneider yep. Puss Electrical. <laughs> That's it. Schneider, Schneider Puss yeah. I've seen them in electrical. China. Yeah. When I went to Bahrain for the first Grand Prix in 2004, we were put in a brand new hotel, like so brand new though. It was 2004 when yeah. we went to Bahrain. Is it that long ago? Yeah. That was the first Grand Prix, yeah. Oh, my God. Amazing. Anyway. Oh, oh not VA. So no, 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 no. That was 2006. No, first Grand Prix. And the PowerPoints and fittings. Yeah, Eclipsal. There you go. See, the Clipsal's everywhere. Mm. It is. Who knew? But it's here this weekend. Mm. Look before. Is it? Yep. Well, apparently, really? apparently it, that's the reason the you're real here. event. Folks, oh. I, I heard a rumour you came over I, not no, I just came to do for the Radio Wine. Wine tonight. I came for the red wine. Mm. And drink the red wine. Or in his case, the wine. Folks, you've been away uh, overseas to the uh, Middle East races. Mate, what do you think about what's going on here this weekend? I think the uh, the fans are really keen to see the racing start again here. But uh, for the teams, it's given them two races to sort of sort themselves out. So it'll be a little bit different that they haven't uh, actually had to come to Clipsal like with uh, a clean sheet of paper for the season could be very exciting racing with cars which are now sort of sorted could be you could argue that we hit the reset button here as well though because the nature of the tracks super smooth tracks in Abu Dhabi and Bahrain bear no relationship to the bumpy street track here in the Adelaide Parklands the big hope is that Triple Eight haven't got their cars really sorted yet and that you know on a bumpy track their setup procedure will be thrown out and that the other teams will have a bit of a chance against them because on the super smooth tracks in Abu Dhabi and Bahrain, you know, the cars work really well and Wincup just ran away with it. Why do you think they've hit the ground running, though? They, they have, haven't they? You know, they've swapped teams. Yeah, but no and, surprise, they're a class no. act, you know, and, yeah. and much of the car is the same. There are differences and they're working their way around it. But I expect the racing here to be much more competitive. You know, I think... HRT, they've got to drag themselves up off the floor. They have a good track record here, a bit of a tradition of doing well. But so does Jamie Wincup and Triple Eight. FPR have done well here in years, recent years, but so have Jamie Wincup mm. and Triple Eight. You know, you keep coming back to Triple Eight being the team cool. to beat. Hopefully, yeah. they won't have their head around the setup for this track quite right yet, and it'll give the others a chance because. Unfortunately, I firmly believe that if Triple Eight run away with things here, that's it. It's All over, over Red Rover. You may as well give them the championship trophy now. And that's not what we need. Well, Tony Cochran would have to be worried about that sort of scenario, wouldn't he? He'd be sort of going, well, well what's the point of everybody watching for the rest of the season? I mean, I mean isn't the whole idea of V8 Supercars to have the 49-51% rule? And, um, hey, I know the project... Pro, project Project Blueprint had really sort of uh, done an good. amazing job of that. People go, oh, how do they want it? We bring another car in. It is amazing how clever and they how have been able to create yes. the two yeah. brands so, so similar in our, from a racing point of view. But, uh, yeah, none of us want to see a runaway. We, we, we want to see a fight to the end. Yeah. Particularly as the grid is skewed heavily towards Commodores, 19 of them, 10 of the Fords. Luckily for Ford, their 10, or most of their 10 anyway, are quite 
strong, well, up the effort. strong teams. They're you know, they're, the they're, they're at the front of the field. Um, but, you know, I mean, the parity has worked in, in the sense of equalising both cars. Now, a lot of people argue against that. But it works. They have differences, but they're the same in the end. There'll be more on that in the next few days as the uh, event unravels. I yep. suppose this is just a bit of a precursor to it. But, uh, JP, your missus has had a bit of a smash tonight. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> bit of a bingle. Bit of a bingle. Picking uh, the Mitch not, up But not school. a Lara. But not a Lara bingle. No, not a Lara no, bingle. Did she even show a tit? Just a... Uh, no, 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 no. No tits. No, no. But apparently... Um, no tit. Talking about the... The Clipsal. The Clipsal. The Clipsal. Yeah. The woman who she ran into has been working at the Clipsal for 15 hours, supposedly. Oh. So she was obviously a bit tired and emotional because she was effing and blinding fairly heavily. And she was off to the cop shop tonight to report the accident because she had to be at the track at 7 o'clock in the morning tomorrow. Oh, Maybe I ran into her. Maybe day. nine. Yeah. Yeah. You ran into her as well. Literally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but you know, she's handy. Granville, the... yeah. Granville yeah. is a marshal. Uh, he is marshal. And, and, Not and Matt Does Dillon. that mean that you shoot people? Yes, Secret you Agent David. That's it. Mm. Exactly. No, we, 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 we keep them in order. DJ, you had a little... I was just going, but there's lots more happening. I mean, the V8s are obviously the big show, but Fujitsu's make their debut here. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay, Thunder don't, sports for don't the first get too time. excited about that. But anyway, you know, James well. Moffat's having a big go at that series. And, it's, and hopefully Marcus well, will be there to keep him honest. And what is it, the exactly. Masters series? The V8 Utes. Yeah, the V8 Utes are having their Legends yeah. race where there are uh, GT. three three races where, for the first time, mm. uh, invitational drivers of great stature are involved, where um, the three races consist of the, the, the series driver, a Legends driver and then a co-driver swap off and interestingly the second race which is traditionally reverse grid is not so at this event so it should be fun and it's the 10 year anniversary of uh, the V8 Ute racing was if we rewind 10 years we uh, we go to uh, the uh, inception of the series uh, as the brainchild of Ross Palmer which was uh, the pro car pro car yes pro car uh, guys and V8 Brutes. Brutes that's right not to be called anymore for whatever and reason. And we've got Leanne the Terrier, Tanda, mm. taking on the blokes. Is she a legend? Oh, I thought you were going to say something else. Didn't you? <laughs> well, oh, my heart skipped a beat. A Is legend. she a le- legend? A legend, death. Um, in her in her own lunchtime, maybe. A legend. Oh, there's the legend from yeah. the legend, 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 legend from Ofogwa. Uh, David, uh, David, uh, yes. Yes. Uh, we have to have the Grandville. Grandville. Got to uh, roll a little eyes. bit of cheeky Chinese down there on uh, on today. Uh, duck rice, which Fogwa, I know you have enjoyed, and um, and uh, Adelaide crispy, just performed well. There was just crispy so many chicken of, yeah. and some very weirdness on the on the streets. What did you think about that? The fact that the uh, we had to Adelaide wait because the chicken wasn't ready. No, no, but it it, it it spelled good because Adelaide really turned on quite a show. There was qu- quite a um, panacea of um, people. <laughs> We're into it tonight. <laughs> More red wine, anybody? Mm. That'd be like a Panapoli. Yes. That's it before we sign off. Just a tiny little bit of tech time. Um. Oh, yeah.
V8X magazine. Yep. V8X magazine. Are we going to talk about no, that? No, oh, I was pointing about that. The big, the big story. Big story at the moment is Mercedes is going to come into V8 supercars. Yeah. Fat chance. Okay, you heard it here first, folks. Fat chance. <laughs> yeah, it ain't going to happen. It, here, folks. it ain't going to happen. <laughs> it could happen under Car of the Future because the new rules will make it possible that a manuf new manufacturers other than local manufacturers can come in and race cars according to the rules, if they build them to the rules, or a team, independent team could go out and just build on the basic platform of the supercar, which are the new rules will be completely identical, but hang body panels of something like a Chrysler 300C or a Nissan Maxima or a Toyota Camry or whatever you like. That's possible. But to be honest, the chances of Mercedes or BMW, as is also rumoured at the moment, coming in with factory participation to V8 supercars, I would have to say, is zero. Time to wind this up because it's unseasonally cool weather for the eve of Clipsal 500 here in, in well, Adelaide. Weather is but uh, we do need to talk about some significant uh, tech stuff that's been going on, and that Apple computer has... Uh, once again, like throwing their weight around by uh, suing uh, HTC, which we mentioned in the last episode, predominantly, I, I would suggest, around uh, the Nexus one, the Google phone, as a use of uh, multi-touch technology. Multi -touch, yeah. But the unfortunate byproduct, uh, Fogwa and the uh, Glanville, and the GUI, <laughs> yes, is uh, Granville, Glanville, Granville from afar, <laughs> as uh, the retention manager. Um, there's a that uh, that rivals are actually being frightened off. They're going, hang on a minute. We've been look, you know, we're only small people, you know. And Apple does have this terrible nature of wanting to sue anyone that comes near them. Uh, you know, it's the idea of our, or the ideas that Apple come up with. They're great, and and certainly we always pay credence to them because they are the innovators of the world. And it comes from a technology sort of point of view, but are they really stifling other people? You know, with uh, their ability to implement multi-touch technologies. And so, is the innovation that Apple is providing really sort of you know pushing other people down? I suppose that's going to come out to to show in the next uh, the next few days, next few weeks. But well, they like to control their environment. They do, they? but, but where does that what does that do for the small people? You're either you're in or you're out. Until the next big thing comes along, so it's a bit let's like getting a hard card. The small people have missed the boat. Again, the I think we're going to say something else. <laughs> the small people have missed the boat in the current climate of <laughs> smartphones, mm. effectively with multi-touch technology. But the next big thing, maybe someone might jump up with something that overtakes mm. Apple, and um, the then suddenly the, the small guys have got another leg in. The that's thing just that's the way guaranteed. Technology works. The thing that's guaranteed around that is that change is happening faster and faster mm. and so where Microsoft ruled the world on the laptop oh, sorry the PC and whatever now Apple is you know top dog Making inroads, basically yeah. oh no no they're top dog without a doubt you know the the Apple is just going to rule the world for the next you know well, but that ruling the world is going to shrink because as you say fruit. someone else will come along Rome fell yeah. exactly well man of mystery in the telecom industry you would know. Like it wasn't so long ago that Motorola, with their razor mm. mobile That's phones, right. mm. were the hottest thing. Mm. You know, you, you weren't anyone if you didn't have one. And now you now, don't even touch them. Motorola, what yeah. are they? They've you got don't an army. Touch them. Yeah. So it's very cyclical, mm. and it's very 
trendy and fashion driven and but the cycles are shortening right. that's the thing yeah. and, Apple and, and having a now. dubious role of or title of and we cannot say which supplier retention manager <laughs> how yeah. do you manage to keep those wanting to run Mm, it's a vexing question, that one. And when we wait. work it out, can, we'll try and keep you we in the job. We may have to wait. The final, the final issue, uh, I'd like to say, our techn- technology of the day is that uh, Apple has released uh, an SDK, uh, uh, that is Software Developer Kit, uh, for the iPhone 3.2 Beta 4, which now provides really good framework uh, 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 emulation for the iPad uh, with its... Uh, due release into the US on April 4 um, towards the end of the month over here 3G items a little bit later but having said that Fogwa and JP I know that two of you have been up in the kitchen having a little bit of sniff around and I'd like you to tell the viewers about exactly what we're going to be having for dinner there JP come well, on folks You're, you've been into it because you, you, even though you, you came a little bit late to the show you, you did do a little bit of chopping mm. and making this work and simmering so throughout. There's been, a, there's been a, a, a slaving of, um, of, of great resource over the crock pot, and uh, the, uh, there's been bits of veal added, and um, all sorts of other goodies, uh, herbs and onions and things, Ooh. and it's been simmering away. And Hardy's uh, managed to grab this deluxe pasta. Mm. Rigatoni. Is, we've got no less. Yeah, but it's not just rigatoni. Ah. De it's the Pierre Distance. Very the nice. The best Italian mm. rigatoni. Ah, pasta secca. Yeah. That's good. So we'll be whacking that on in a minute. And I'm celebrating uh, already. Does well, anyone exactly. want to getting into the feast? A, 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 poll, a poll time for the weekend? A poll time? Yeah. I wouldn't know what you're going to do. Under 121? You, make, mm. you know more than me. I wouldn't yeah, know I've what you made the prediction, was. and I think on that note, it's good night. 120.5. James Courtney on poll. Oh, there you Ooh. go. Salad lunch for me. There you go. And hold the um, white of the egg. And as usual, viewers, we'll keep you up to date throughout the weekend, so we stay will. tuned. And not That's a single right. Coopers will pass my lips. Good night, viewers. Good night, viewers. Bye. Good night.